This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. And slowly but surely, that coronavirus is impacting the global automotive industry. Now comes word that the organizers of the New York Auto Show postponed it until August. It was supposed to be in mid-April. But automakers are likely to resort to online reveals for the models they were going to unveil in New York, just like they did for the Geneva Show. And while the public will likely line up to go to the show in August, assuming the coronavirus crisis is over by then, the New York show will probably lose a lot of its media buzz. Elon Musk is looking for a place to build the Cybertruck. The CEO of Tesla tweeted out, scouting locations for Cybertruck Gigafactory will be Central USA. And later added, Model Y production for East Coast 2. That leaves a pretty wide open area to choose from, but you'll remember that back in February, Musk also simply tweeted out the question, Giga Texas? With a poll to vote, hell yeah, or nope. It sure would make a lot of sense to build vehicles in the same place it's making the batteries that go into them. Plus, it seems like a move Elon Musk would make. Build a truck where you think it's going to turn the pickup world on its head in a state dominated by sales, of traditional pickup trucks. Hyundai sent us some teaser images of the new Elantra that it's officially going to unveil next week. In profile, the car has a noticeable wedge shape with a fastback rear. A pronounced bone line running below the belt line really emphasizes the wedge. No more soft flowing lines for this car. Instead, it gets hard, crisp lines delineating geometric shapes like the forward-leaning crease you see running through the doors below the bone line. Also note how the headlamps trail back into the front fenders, which is a design trend we're seeing on a lot of cars these days. Inside, a display screen is visually integrated with the instrument cluster, and we believe the screen is not fully integrated into the IP, so it can be upgraded more easily and without tooling changes. You know, the Elantra is an entry-level car with a base price around $20,000. But these changes, at least as we look at the renderings, sure makes the car look a lot more sophisticated. By the way, the Elantra is badged as the Avante in the South Korean market. Mercedes updated the Vito van, and while it doesn't look all that much different, there are plenty of changes under the skin. One of the biggest is with the electric version. The eVito combines a 150-kilowatt electric motor with a battery pack with a usable capacity of 90-kilowatt-hours. That provides up to 421 kilometers, or 261 miles, of range. The battery is mounted in the van's underbody, so it does not impact load space, and the electric version comes with a standard and extra-long length. A range of 2-liter diesel engines with varying outputs are also available. They can be mated with a 6-speed manual or a 9-speed automatic, which replaces a 7-speed unit, and as well, you can get rear or all-wheel drive. Other highlights include an air ride suspension with multiple settings, more driver assistance features, and a digital inside rear view mirror. 
Orders for the new Vito start in April, with the electric version following shortly after that. General Motors is working on various ways to cut the cost of manufacturing electric cars. We've already reported on how it expects to get under $100 per kilowatt hour for the cell cost of its next generation battery called Altium. It's also going to build all of its next generation EVs off of one platform. That's going to give it tremendous manufacturing scale, which in turn will cut cost. And it's going to slash its powertrain build combinations nearly 30-fold. Today, GM has 555 different build combinations for its ICE powertrains, but it's only going to have 19 combinations with its EV propulsion systems. That's going to translate into much lower build complexity. And finally, GM will build its EVs in two assembly plants dedicated to making only electric vehicles. By dedicating a plant to EVs, GM should be able to reduce the labor content by 20 to 25 percent. Tesla has a cost advantage over all traditional automakers, but GM could easily catch Tesla when it gets its plants up to full line speed. You know, they say that looks aren't everything, and that's certainly true of the BMW i8. We think the car is one of the most beautiful sports cars in the market, but with a price tag of nearly $150,000, it turned out to be salesproof. Since it was introduced in 2014, it's estimated that BMW only sold about 10,000 of them. No doubt, the company lost a boatload of money on the car, and so it's ending production. Here's our Autoline insight on why it failed. The low-slung i8 with its high door sills and low seating position was a difficult car to get in and out of. That limited its appeal to the kind of customers who could afford one, older people with a lot of money. It only had a pure electric range of 18 miles, which limited its appeal to EV enthusiasts, and its three-cylinder engine would suddenly roar to life at the most unexpected times, which limited its appeal to just about anyone who drove one. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires. Your journey, our passion. Seat, which is owned by the Volkswagen Group, is an important brand to its home country of Spain. It exported nearly 400,000 vehicles last year, a record in its 55 years of international sales. The value of those exports amounted to almost 3% of Spain's total economy. But due to the coronavirus crisis, SEAT is not likely to match those numbers again this year, and that's going to be a blow to Spain's economy. Reuters reports SEAT is considering temporarily sending staff home at its Barcelona plant because of part shortages caused by the virus. And here's a story to show you just how intertwined and complicated automotive suppliers can be. The supplier Morelli is opening a new headquarters in Michigan, a 200,000-square-foot building that used to be owned by fellow Tier 1 supplier Federal Mogul. Morelli, of course, used to be Magneti Morelli, and it was the in-house supplier to FCA before it was spun off from the company. Japanese parts maker Calsonic Kansei merged with Morelli last year. Calsonic Kansei used to be partly owned by N Nissan, nearly 42%, 
but Nissan sold off its stake to a U.S. private equity firm in 2017. But it maintained a position in Calsonic Kansai because Nissan just named a new senior vice president of Morelli. Whew, you got all that? We'll have a test tomorrow. But before we do that, we're going to have AutoLine After Hours. Gail May oversees production of the Acura NSX supercar. Rob May, her husband, is a vice president at Honda of America Manufacturing. He's developing the blueprint for Honda's manufacturing electrification future. We'll be learning more from them about Honda's plans for future manufacturing, so join me and Gary for some of the best insights into the automotive industry. And that brings us to the end of today's report. Thank you for watching.